Hello friends, sit where you'd like. If you need to come closer to see the board or to hear me better, there are seats here at the front. Thank you for joining me and welcome to my classroom, the Lawful Good Classroom. Well, this is certainly exciting. Um, it is my first podcast episode um, for the Lawful Good Classroom. And I thought that maybe it would be a good idea to talk about myself and what I'm doing with this podcast and this project. So tomorrow begins my first day on a return from a four-year-long maternity leave um, where I had one child but was raising two children. And, um, you know, it's been really, really busy. Um, a lot's happened these past four years in my personal sphere and in the global sphere. And um, I thought that this is sort of a once in a lifetime opportunity for me to document this process um, going back to work um, in 2021 in the upheaval of, you know, everything to do with the coronavirus. And um, I don't know, I just think that it's going to lend itself to a lot of really good moments, a lot of really good opportunities for some closer analysis on how the world works um, in my situation. So um, I am a high school English teacher. I also teach English as a second language. I live in New York City. Um, I'm not sure how much I'm going to share in terms of what borough specifically, but I think I'm going to change my mind about that really soon because I think that knowing where I teach uh, will sort of shed a lot of light on the political and social situations that I live in, that I teach in, that my colleagues have their own sort of ideologies about in terms of our career and how we approach the field of education. So I think I need to do a little bit more thinking about that, but I'm sort of leaning on the side of revealing where I teach because I do think that it will lend a lot to the situation. So uh, like I said, I do have two children on top of all of that. And my maternity leave was so long because I wanted to stay home with my second. I felt really unfulfilled as a mother with my first child. And I felt that having another one, being able to stay home, being able to take a really long leave that I did uh, was sort of something that I could take advantage of. So I wanted to. In truth though, I did, our family plan uh, was to return last year but with everything with COVID and everything sort of being up in the air in terms of what was happening professionally, what was happening with my children's school, 
a lot of the unknown kept me home again. And I don't necessarily regret that at all. Um, I'll be clear about that. And I think that it's interesting because I, I feel like there's differences, but not so severe in terms of the environment that I'll be returning to professionally. Um, and I think that that's one factor in me deciding to document this year back. So the podcast, I'm hoping, I'm planning to record myself weekly, maybe multiple times during the week to just sort of like share my experiences, both good and bad. And I think that there's going to be, if I could predict that there will be a lot more interesting or um, a lot more difficult things occurring more than good. So I have to try to find a way to make the best of it. And I think that that's going to be a major conflicting challenge with this process and documenting something that maybe not a lot of people will have seen before or experienced before to shed the light on a 33-year-old millennial mother returning back to work after maternity leave in a field that sort of has a lot of people exhibiting their personal opinions about the situation, but with such little knowledge of really what happens. So I'm hoping that in doing this, I can sort of promote a lot of positivity around the field and really sort of open up some eyes about what we do as educators and how we care about our students and, you know, what it is that makes a teacher a teacher because there are days when my teacher day doesn't end when the last bell rings. My teacher day doesn't end after eighth period on a Friday. You know, it's just sort of part and parcel of the job. Uh, so I think that that will be something that's fairly interesting with the addendum of a global pandemic occurring simultaneously in, I don't know, this sort of like apocalyptic situation where it seems like the world is burning around us and we still have to go on and trudge forward and, you know, really, really do what it is that we have to do for children to give them sort of a sense of normalcy and protect them and take care of them and sort of guide them along the way. I think that since this is my first episode um, that I am recording, um, overall, period, but also for season one, um, I might be a beneficial host by talking to you a little bit more about my story and how I got here. Um, so besides the fact that I've always wanted to become a teacher, um, it sort of felt right that I become a mom too in terms of my personal goals. I didn't think that I would want to take such a long maternity leave with my first child, and so I didn't. I went back to work pretty much right away. There was nothing, you know, 
sort of like in the way of me going back to work, like most young people, my husband and I needed the money and I still, you know, pull a lot of weight in terms of what I do professionally. And, um, you know, I, I had to go back to work. There was no question about it. And I regretted it. Uh, I, I didn't enjoy going back to work and having to send my son to my mother's house and my mother-in-law's house and then daycare. And financially, it was sort of like I wasn't really working. I was just working to have someone else take care of him. And it was not fun for me. It, it didn't fulfill me in a lot of ways. Yes, I was able to work and make my own money and be independent in that regard. But I didn't want to do that again when we, you know, were ready to have another child. And when I got pregnant again with my daughter, that was the goal. The goal was to stay home for as long as I could to save money from child one to when I gave birth to child two and, you know, subsidize my income in other different ways, which I was able to. I, I did some freelance writing work. I tutored a little bit, but it wasn't anything to really, you know, save money. And, um, you know, it, it really wasn't anything that I had worked my whole educational life towards. And I felt like I owed it to myself to return to work. So the original plan was to stay home for her first three years of life because in New York City, pre-K is paid for at the age of three. We would just sign her up and she would go. Now she turned three during the year of the pandemic and there wasn't really anything available. And we made the decision for me to stay home with a lot of the unknowns, the closures, the, you know, what ifs, and that was the right decision for us. So we did, I stayed home for that extra year. And of course, nothing was paid for. Um, I had to actually pay myself. Um, what happens is you sort of save up like all of your sick days along the way. You save up your personal days when you're an educator in New York City in the public school system. And then you can borrow extra sick days and sick time against yourself. So I did that. Um, I used up whatever sick days I had saved up in my bank of sick days. It was about like 20 days. So I pay myself 20, it was like 22 days or something like that. And then I had the option of borrowing against my sick days, which I do not recommend in retrospect. So I am actually negative 10 days, which is a whole year's worth of personal days because every month that you work, you accrue a sick day or a personal day, however the math like works out. So for this whole year, if I don't miss a day, I'll be back at zero sick days or personal days. So technically I can't call in sick. I can't take a personal day. And that's of course like a source of anxiety considering what we're going through right now. And, you know, hopefully knock on wood, nobody gets sick 
And I don't have to worry about risking even more days in the negative of my bank days. Um, so returning back to work is something that I feel like I'm not really struggling about. I feel like it's time to go back. Uh, it's time to do the work and do everything that I trained my educational and professional life for. But it's really hard thinking about relinquishing control, not being there, you know, on call for my kids whenever they need me. Or if something happens at school, I just run to school and pick them up. Um, so it'll be a lot of that letting go. And I think letting go will be a theme that I didn't necessarily plan on over the course of this documentary uh, and this podcast because I struggle with that and I don't know. Maybe it'll be like a blessing in disguise for that. I know that there'll be other conflicts, there'll be other issues that will come up that I can predict and that I can't predict. And to the best of my ability, I'm going to share everything that I feel safe sharing. I will not share every detail about my children that is off the table. I will not share any personal aspects about them. Um, but I might share like some of the things that we do together in our experiences. But this is mostly about school and work. Um, taking that into consideration, I know that my personal life blends into my professional life and vice versa because I'm not just a teacher. It's only my professional aspect of who I am. And, you know, it's really just going to be a true balance of what it means to be a working mother, professional millennial. And this project, I hope, turns out well, but I think will be really interesting by the end. So like I had mentioned, tomorrow is my first day back at work. And the first two days at work for New York City Public Schools is professional development, where we're supposed to talk about the year and prepare ourselves for what's coming. If there's any, you know, modifications to state tests that are coming down to us uh, that we have to know about or any other sort of things that we should be concentrating on. What are our goals for the year? What are we looking to do to benefit students? What special plans do we have coming up? Um, but on a cynical level, I'm sort of looking forward to see how soon it takes someone to complain about the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates and every other little crazy thing that some people like to complain about instead of just doing the right thing and taking care of people the right way that we're supposed to. And, um, you know, I'm just interested in that, how much of our professional development time that's going to eat up. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I don't know. I just... I think that this will be a very interesting year to document. Um, and I think that along with just coming back to work, 
um, and doing things that are sort of, you know, going to be different all around professionally and personally. It's just the right moment to document a return back to work. Um, and we'll sort of see how that goes. So check back with us weekly. I will definitely be creating a podcast at the very least once a week right here, wherever you found my podcast to begin with. Um, we are, I am, The Lawful Good Classroom. I'm also on TikTok under the same handle. And let's go through this crazy ride together. <laughs>